0: From the desk below. Been a minute since I've been recording,
1: but man, you know, gotta get back to the lab, man. I'm getting very inspired lately, and man, you know, my very first guest right here, man. You know, you've seen him on the show plenty of times, man, and you know, this gentleman means a lot to me right now. We've met before the podcast, been following his podcast, I mean his career ever since Sikkim Volume 2. And you know, we're gonna address some stuff and we're gonna get into his brand new single, What Alien Game Has in Story. For further introductions, friend of the show, family of the show. My guy, Kid Vicious. Alien Gang. Man, how you doing on top of twenty twenty, bro? I'm
2: uh shit, after twenty twenty shit. I'm I'm lucky, I'm I'm just happy to be alive at this point.
1: Yeah, yeah, oh yeah man, that COVID shit
2: came out of nowhere <laughs> last year. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm I'm uh I got I got two kids and I, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to keep everybody COVID free.
1: Yeah man, especially like with like Especially when I seen it was like really bad in Detroit at one point, I was like, "Man, I'm hoping everyone down there is safe right there."
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, you know, we doing our best.
1: (laughs) So, trying to set
2: this fucking camera up.
1: Yeah, I know you gotta you gotta love the phones for that.
2: (laughs) Uh, I ain't got all the fancy uh gadgets and shit.
1: Hey, baby, me neither. We just stuck with the iPad and the phone recording for the backup so we don't waste the audio. Hey, that's
2: what's up.
1: We we ain't ain't got Vlad. We ain't ain't got the Vulture uh, platform yet. But hey, we're not going to be Vultures. We know better. So, man, you know, I've been thinking about a lot of things lately. And, you know, with hip-hop being that everyone's doing media. You know, before, like, especially with COVID. I like how you brought COVID up. Do you notice, like, a lot more artists... And other people started doing media around COVID happened.
2: Hell yeah. Everybody got like podcasts and blogging now. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy the amount of people that do that.
1: Yeah. So it got me thinking about, you know, documenting this culture properly and like, you know, we all know how Vlad is in this culture. We we're very vocal on like how Vlad is a vulture on this platform. And he lost his biggest guest last
2: year. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, Vlad is, isn't in this culture. He ain't. He's not in this culture. You know, he ain't never, ever, ever did anything for this culture. Yeah. The mixtapes
1: don't count either, like, because of what you're doing today, asking the artist. how no
2: show. mixtape. When the last time you seen a DJ Vlad mixtape? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Even when he was doing mixtapes, it was other it was other artists other black artists that he was eating off of.
1: That's facts because he started out with the game.
2: Yeah, he ain't a part of this culture, bro. So, All he ever do was fuck shit up in this culture. So. And
1: see, it got me thinking about when Jamar left that platform. It got me thinking about, man, there's a lot of artists doing media and it got me thinking about where everyone is in Slaughterhouse. Crooked, Royce, Joe. Joel, not so much with the media, but when I see like Royce and Lupe get into media, it got me thinking about what you said about you coming together with all your brothers and creating something. You know what I think would be a good idea? That all of you guys create a media network like how Joe did.
2: Hmm. Yeah, that's fire. Because. Stop not the Joe man. That's that's huge. That's that's huge. Yeah, man. He was on oh, CNN. That shit sounds. Um, that shit sounds like some super major shit.
1: But but what where it's coming back to though, because I know you, you're very vocal on unifying Detroit's hip hop community. With that network, it can help unify your goal as unifying the artists in Detroit.
2: Yeah, I mean you say, say that say that again, I'm sorry.
1: Oh, so I know like how you're very vocal about uniting artists in Detroit. And uh-huh. I think like that network, if you do ever happen to come together with your brothers, that it can help unify your goal of unifying Detroit's talent. Because you're very vocal on bringing people together in Detroit. You're very vocal about it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? that <clears throat> That's important, bro. I mean, every, we don't... I don't want no tension around me in my city. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I got children and shit like that. I want... You know what I mean? I want to... It's not even necessary to not be unified. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And it's 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 less productive to not be unified. It's not like you're making more money being all separate, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Stronger together like 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 we've seen it like with like multiple like shady aftermath for example. Like we've seen like what happens when everyone gets together in the heights. So imagine if everyone in Detroit was on this one platform, you guys can have a different amount of reality shows. You guys can have a Detroit Reality show based around young Detroit's, maybe like living in Heaven Studios, like what makeup the band was.
2: Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it is a reality show, man. Detroit's <laughs> different from everywhere, so if you just get all the vibes that we got in Detroit, that shit is the ultimate reality show movie. <laughs> yeah,
1: but but like but also like it has like you know like you see like how Uncle Trick is on Fox TV uh, talking about the Goon Squad it's like yo like there's so much history in Detroit like the Fat Killers history the Sikkim era the, the M.I.C. era yeah yeah
2: I mean and many more uh, we could keep going we could keep going and going and going you know <laughs> and uh, you,
1: but... you know I thought we addressed the elephant in the room now too with you know been seeing like you know people's name in the media coming up after what is it eleven years that Benzino been talking about Eminem or something like that? He comes out of nowhere every five, six years.
2: <clears throat> yeah, he's like the Yeti and shit. <laughs> just, just pop up with a you know, the negative Yeti. You just pop up with a bunch of negative energy and, and, and negative bullshit and you know what I'm saying? Now now I wanna be clear too, man, like you know i i i was talking about this before like i don't have no business at my age talking about a man that's almost 60 years old in a negative light you know what i'm saying i'm out of i would i would generally be out of place for doing that yeah you feel what i'm saying but i'm not out of place cuz this motherfucker be acting like a fucking tenth grader like
1: so yeah, for real
2: so it's just like um I guess my whole take on him, man, it's like I don't not I don't take him serious. I don't see how anybody could take him serious because he been talking shit all this gangster sweet shit for for fifteen plus years and ain't did nothing to nobody. You know what I'm saying? You know? Ain't no stories about him doing nothing to nobody. You know what I'm saying? But he that's why he talks so much because he wants you to to think that he a certain way. And uh and and you know whatever that's clown shit. He's an entertaining. Uh, entertainer or whatever you want to call it so you know what I mean I, I don't really take to it too much but when he get to saying bullshit like Royce Royce disrespected his daughter out of the blue to protect Eminem or speak up for Eminem or whatever that type of shit is like
1: they blow it out know? the water with these headlines because they don't know that Benzino is going to Royce first
2: yeah so what
1: Royce supposed
2: to do now? is gone? Yeah, he went at he went at Royce originally, and Royce never did nothing to Benzina Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I, you know, that's why I'm saying I can't I can't respect him because really what he doing is he trying to use that Eminem racist tape situation as as ammo at all times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't forget about this. Don't forget about this. Right. Now, if he kept that energy consistent all through the last 15 years, then I have a little bit more respect for him, I'd be like, okay, that's just the type of dude he is, right? But let me ask you and the rest of the world out there, when was the last time that you heard Ray Benzino speak about any black injustices that was done in the last 15 years? The only thing he ever talked about was Eminem. So why am I supposed to sit here and fucking believe that you really care about a black woman or, or any or anybody black being disrespected when I've never heard you speak about anything else? So that tells me you're not as passionate as you make it seem. You know what I'm saying? About black people being disrespected. You doing that shit for your own personal gain. And I can't respect that.
1: And yeah, because if yeah. you look at it, he promotes like trash talking and Royce more than he does addressing the real matters of police brutality going on in the USA. Like if you go look at Benzino's name on Instagram, I mean on Twitter, it's literally all Royce and Eminem.
2: Yeah, 'cause he trying to he trying to get some attention. He wasn't talking about Royce and Eminem when he was on his re- reality shows crying and getting hit on by yeah, women.
1: This guy was on Loving
2: Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't even speaking their name. But soon as that shit went dry, now he back crying for help, and it's like, bro, you got to do something else. You can't keep trying to throw shit at the wall and hope something stick. It ain't happening. In, in, in all this time, man, it's not gonna, it's not gonna happen, bro. Well, because
1: you know what's funny? Because when I was coming up in high school, you know, everybody in my school, we know Benzino from going at Eminem. But that, this is like fifteen years ago, and you're still doing the same thing, trying to remain relevant. It's like.
2: Come on. Some of the worst, some of the worst lyrics you ever fucking heard,
1: and then he goes and gives himself five and a half. I watched a rewatch that documentary, beep. This guy gave himself five and a half mics,
2: and four
0: and so, a half. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry,
1: four and a half mics for that made whatever the hell that shit was.
2: Yeah, that trash. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but he like, he even like, like I I respect. You know, it's a West Coast legend. You know what I'm saying? And I respect them, and I you know I like to keep. I'd like to keep the legends on their platform, but I I can't reach out to him, whatever, like, he ain't, you know, whatever, but, you know, I gotta speak on it because it, this is something that's a fact and hopefully we can get on the phone or whatever, but he did a blog, a couple blogs, and he said some shit and he was like, uh, Royce keeps speaking up for him and them. And, and, um, and he was talking about as it pertains to the Ray Benzino situation, so so let me just, you know what I'm saying? Let me just correct that for the for the OG, you know what I'm saying? So that he knows, so he not putting out bullshit to his fans, right? Yeah. So Ray Benzino popped up out of the blue once again, like the fucking evil Yeti, right? And then he brought Royce's name up.
1: Yeah.
2: Royce hadn't been speaking nothing about Benzino's name, bro. He brought Royce's name up. Royce responded. So how is that speaking up for Eminem? Exactly. So, so there that goes. So you know what I'm saying? That was that was incorrect. Then he said, "Royce is wrong for saying sexual shit about Ray Benzino's daughter." You don't bring women and children into beasts. That's wrong, right? So let me correct that bullshit. Yeah. Okay. What actually happened was when Royce responded to Benzino bringing Royce's name up, Royce put a video. That video where Benzino looked all nasty and greasy and shit. Yeah, I remember that one. Like old fucking wrinkled, nasty, crouton-looking body. <laughs> so but when he put that up, clowning Benzino, like, yo, like we don't want no smoke with you, man. This is the type of shit that you're doing. <laughs> so Benzino's response was, I bet your mother liked it.
1: Yeah, And then when I, he's over here saying he should have put women and
2: family members, and then when yeah, he says he, that, put, put, but he's not checking his homie, you know what I'm saying, for for doing that bullshit, right? Which, which I'm sure he don't know that, you get what I'm saying? So that's why I didn't, you know what I'm saying, I didn't say nothing about that because I'm sure he don't know that that's what Benzino did. He just going by whatever's being said publicly, but I'm that's why I'm here to correct it and let him know that that's not what happened. He brought niggas mother into it yeah. he did that you know what i'm saying so when royce responded to that what he said was like i, I can't give it to you verbatim because that would be a lie i don't know it verbatim but i know he was saying like you need what you need to focus on instead of focusing on me is focus on your daughter like you know what i'm saying yeah. she on the internet while wow, nigga you better you better spend some time with her before i take her to the playground and 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 which is referring to his terrible parenting, obviously. And then and then he said uh before before Trey Songs or one of them R and B niggas get her or some shit like that, right? So yeah. he he didn't say nothing sexual about himself doing nothing with his daughter. That's a fucking lie. But Benzino brought our mother name in it first. Then when Roy said what he said, he posted a picture of my mother. You see what I'm saying? And he tried to act like, "Oh, well, I'm not gonna disrespect her. Somebody sent this to me, but well, I'm not gonna disrespect her. She's a queen and all this." But you posted a picture of my mother.
1: And that's you different thats different. different
2: right there when you're at the family. So he, I, nobody can say nothing about his daughter. Is like, nigga, I'm not gonna say I'm not. I'm because I don't feel the same way. Because this nigga is, you know what I mean? But like originally man i was on some bullshit and and what's crazy is he's almost 60 and his mother ain't even alive bro so Damn. if i wanted to get crazy i could you know what i'm saying like you posting a picture of my mother like i could get wild too yeah you're gonna be that's saying never, crazy. that never happened because we solid over here he the one that's been doing all the bullshit and nobody seems to want to check him so just you know what I'm saying so just like to my brother Yuckmouth, yep, who's saying that type of stuff, and then the last thing that he said that I wanna address is that he said Royce ain't never been in no beef besides uh getting into shit with niggas with Eminem. It's like what beef did he get into it with for Eminem? Yeah, exactly. What beef? What which one of those things are you talking about was a beef? Even this Ray Benzino thing, this is not a beef. This is a fucking fucker trying to get attention. Like, he don't have no real problems with niggas. You know what I'm saying? And by the blessings of God, we never ran into him over the years. You know what I'm saying? So that let us know that it's, you know, that's that's not nothing. But at the end of the day, Royster59 nigga was beefing with the whole city of Detroit at one time. You know what I'm saying? And he's still here here talking this shit. So what does that tell you?
1: And you know, that's day. a
2: whole hell of a motherfucking lie. You know what I'm saying? That's like, that's like me. That's like me telling, yep, my nigga, the only beef you ever been in was with the game. That's that <laughs> me looking at the internet fucking, you know what I'm saying? I don't, OGs don't do that type of shit, man. Yeah. Like, so, so you told Royce to chill out and calm down and all that. And I'm telling you respectfully Get your information straight, bro, before you start talking to, to your fans and telling them, like, this is what it is. Because that's not what it is. Yeah,
1: it's false it's information record. out there. Respect me. Man, see, like... That's why I like having like a media platform now because like the internet be running wild with like, even like with like these headlines too. Like they're making like a release, um office to take raping Z. It's like, no, that's not what happened. You guys are just doing this for clickbait. It's like, you guys got to document this culture properly if you're going to be posting this on your site. Because in the meanwhile, these sites are getting ad revenues, which means it's going to money in their pockets. Uh, there's
2: nothing that's going to happen to Rapinz, no, but he's going to end up in a mental asylum. But nothing ever happened. You know what I'm saying? He the last thing he said was the whole boxing thing. Yeah, I've which seen I, that. I, I reached said. out to him. I reached out to him in his DM. Did he I respond? Hey, I'ma tell you how he responded. <laughs> so I, I was just like, yo, man, I wasn't like wilding or nothing. I'm just like, yo, man, if like if it's really like a problem like that, man, and you keep saying all the tough shit about how you would throw hands and all of that, like like, we got a boxing gym right here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he we won't come to and the gym. And the, a lot of the, the rapper, these rapper guys, like, and I'm not saying I'm not a rapper guy, but a, a lot of these guys are just like regular street dudes. Yeah. Are these dudes drinking pop pills and shit like that? And they will fight, but most of them can't fight. You get what I'm saying? Most of them will fight, and some of them, you know what I'm saying, probably got a certain punch that they can throw or whatever the case may be, but they keep throwing boxing in. They mixing boxing up with, you know, street fighting. You get what I'm saying? So I was just like, if he's talking about boxing, like, if that's what you want to do, like, let's do that. You know what I'm saying? And that was it. And he blocked me. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Which is okay. I don't need him. I don't need him to follow me. But it's just like, bro, niggas gonna quit doing that shit. He gonna quit acting like he want to do that because he say he a box Royce, but he want a half a million dollars. It's like, nigga, who's gonna give you a half a million dollars? Like, what the fuck have you done to to deserve uh, fifty thousand dollars for a nigga, boxing match? Let alone against Royce. If you, you don't take five thousand dollars and be happy, nigga. And he and, and I just, bro. I would love to do it if somebody could set that shit up, which I know he would never ever in his life accept that. but I would love to do that bro. I'd punish that dude. like yeah. y'all quit y'all confusing boxing and street fighting it's not the same. It's not the same. And 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 it, it, this wouldn't, this could be the Jake Paul Nate Robinson. I could do it like that, but I wouldn't. <laughs> I just punish that nigga, bro. The whole fight, I just punish him.
1: They got Floyd Mayweather boxing that one YouTuber, so it's like, how come we can't see don't Just you know, see Royce five nine knock Zeno? out. Nah, he's not gonna fight. he's
2: not gonna box uh, Royce because he know that he heard Royce can throw.
1: Yeah, because because you, know? you guys are avid boxing fans and you guys can both throw. That.
2: Yeah, but I mean, you know what I'm saying. He ain't. That's that's not even a reality. And if if that ever if that ever happened, it would be because he wants a money grab. You know what I'm saying? But shit is weird, man. I just I don't wanna. I, I, I'm done with like like the tearing down of these these guys like that. It's it's, it's more sad. Like you know, the him, the outsider dudes, and all that. That's like yeah. doing. Like I'm totally with the, the competitive, like if you wanna spar, all right, I get it. You get what I'm saying? But the all of the extra tough shit and all that, it's like, man, like that's not that's not like necessary because niggas is 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 older guys, bro. I don't wanna he, I don't wanna hear nothing no tough shit. I don't wanna hear no I'll 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 be I wanna do a battle with you and all of that because like it's hard. It's I don't want to sound like a hater, but like y'all niggas, none of y'all niggas is good.
1: Right? Hey, it's been you know like, how, that? and it's kind of funny how like how all these old names come up every once in a while, and they, it always goes back to their main beefs.
2: Oh, I it, it ain't no beefs, man. Like we never had no physical issues. Oh yeah, sorry, like attention seeking.
1: Like they try to seek attention every few years.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's rap attention. Every, oh, every, I like so, that. As soon as they see an like opportunity, it. they want that that rap attention, and then they go for it, and they they get a little bit of attention, But the problem is, you're no good. If you were good, then you could take full advantage of the, of the opportunity and gain people. And you know what I'm saying. But they they'll take a listen, and and they, and you'll see the views, and then they'll start going lower and lower. Like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I mean. mean- it is, it is what it is like. But this is, this is the Alien Gang. This, the, this is the year of the Alien Gang, and, and we dropping music and shit now, man. So nigga, all that shit. Man, you
1: dropping
2: we, music? I'm, I'm rapping too, and and I ain't fucking nigga. I ain't, I'm, I'm not on on Royce status with Legend. You know what I'm saying? Like Royce don't got no business even thinking about none of them niggas because they ain't nowhere near his level, and they ain't nowhere near my motherfucking level. But don't but don't play with me, though, because I will stoop down sometimes just to show y'all niggas What kind of level that we play with over here? Yeah. You know what
1: I'm saying? And it's like I said remaining solid now, too, because like You can go through many phases in your career, but like remaining like humble and solid like that's something different right there Like I always see like you guys hanging with like Street, Street Lord uh, Juan and like Fat Ray and it's like, yo, <laughs> I'd love to see that with like, you guys
2: yeah, I mean, um, you know, all the realest, all the realest dudes in the city, rock with us up here, man. That's you know
1: what I'm
2: and if they, and if they don't, then they ain't one of the realest in the city. <laughs> they some fucking suckers. That's just it. And and I'm I'm saying that with confidence because I feel like, I feel like everybody fuck with us and we fuck with everybody. You know what I'm saying? If it's some rare person who got some negative to say about us, for whatever reason. And
1: they are facts. A See and what I like about like how like how twenty twenty we didn't get an album from you though, but I think like it took the time for you to really improve your pen because when I was listening to Construction of a Black Nation, I'm like, yo, damn, yo, Vicious is like he's really in his bag with his message on this one now too, because it takes a lot for an artist to use his voice and platform to bring awareness. Like how what we said earlier, you're not promoting any uh, attention-seeking in your rhymes. Like, you're focusing on the, what the real matter is.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm keeping the energy that I'm supposed to keep. This is what the, these other dudes are supposed to be on, too. This is the type of time that, that niggas need to be on, man. This is the message that need to be spread. And I'm going to keep that same energy. I'm going to still give those bars, but I'm going to keep the energy that I need to keep. You know, construction of a black nation, man, which is out everywhere. Right now Featuring Fire Featuring The Young Queen Fire Produced by the legend J. Rhodes oh, I know that
1: That drop sounded familiar Because he did return
2: the left Didn't he Yeah yeah We just We went in and took it there I just I like to talk about history I like to normalize What history is A lot of people When I do shit like that They start Oh is he racist All that type of shit
1: Yeah
2: But it's like if, if if you could point to something that I said that wasn't the truth that can't be backed by any kind of research then I'm willing to change what I said you get what I'm saying if you can disprove what I said right but if I'm saying facts and you just don't want to hear it don't call me no motherfucking racist or I'm I'm just I'm speaking the truth and if that makes you feel a certain way then that's your problem you know what I mean the truth don't have no feelings that's my motto and that's what it is. That, you know, people just got to deal with you know their feelings being hurt sometimes. If if, if that's what the truth do to you, <laughs>
1: the truth don't have no feelings. That's a, that's a good motto right there. That's that's facts right there.
2: Yeah, that's my that's my motto. Truth don't have no feelings. You got to tell the truth, man. Everybody don't want to hear it, but the truth is the truth. And I don't see no negative energy coming back from telling the truth. See,
1: so, so yeah, um, I forget who said this, though, but um, I think it was Pharoah Mario Yo, sh- shout out to my guy, Pharoah I never would have thought in a million years that this guy that would be talking to Yes, sir. Yo, I think it was him who said it. He said rap right now should sound like public enemy right now. And when I was listening to your song, Construction of a Black Nation, I was like, yo, like, so when, when you're creating a powerful record like that, like, what gets you amped to go into the booth and let it out?
2: I mean I do that with everything I mean just like what you said with I took time off to really just like um craft my pen be able to uh, use things that I see and be able to put it in rap form but still make it dope and powerful you get what I'm saying instead of just I'm the best and I'll I'll beat any EMC and all of that like that's that's dope too we gotta have that but at the end of the day, We got to have the right messaging. I mean, people got to, you know, people got to hear that type of talk. And um, it was just one of the things that was bothering me, man, because, you know, to see those injustices on film and stuff like that and to see people react. But to know that that shit has been going on and people are just now kind of getting that fire up under them. It's like we got it. I like this fight. You know what I'm saying? Some of it, some of it is extreme. Yeah. Some of it ain't extreme enough. You get what I'm saying? But it's a fire nonetheless. So we need to take this fire and keep it going. Keep it going. Keep it going. Don't let it get extreme to where, you know what I'm saying? Shit get out of control. But you know what I mean? We gotta take full advantage of this, man. We can't let we can't let it go back to normal, to where the norm is. Boom. You know, more black people getting killed by the police. like.
1: And then nothing just, happening to the police officers. Like, yeah, they, they get suspended. It's like, no, these guys should be locked up on death row.
2: I mean, why not? Why not? You know what I'm saying? It's not. Listen, man. You got a lot of people that like to say all lives matter, right? Which I agree. But that's never been in question. It's the thing with the all lives matter theory. Now, Black Lives Matter, I don't know too much about the company Black Lives Matter, but the idea Black Lives Matter, to say that in an era where you can clearly see injustices happening to black people, I understand that theory and I stand behind it, right? So, But what I don't understand is why other races of people don't feel comfortable with saying Black Lives Matter when they also see the injustices that's being done.
1: Yeah, and, and they can't lie and say they not see it because it's right in front of your face, no matter where you look.
2: Yeah, and uh, I mean, if 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 motherfucking white people just start getting a bunch of shit done to them, and it's kind of like a role reversal type of thing, it wouldn't be wrong for us to be like, "Yo, that's wrong what y'all doing to them." You get what I'm saying? I just don't understand why it's not the same energy all across the board. You know what I'm saying? So,
1: what was your reaction when you seen the riots on Capitol Hill um, when you started up the year?
2: Um, initially, I had the, the normal reaction. Uh, my wife checked me about it immediately, and then I started rethinking everything. You know, I, I did the usual, see, if that was black people, and she was like, ah, don't don't do that. She said, don't even think like that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's exactly what you're supposed to think. And don't don't be so normal. I looked at it like, what? And then I thought about it like, damn. Like you right. Yeah. I'm, I mean what happened on Capitol Hill was something that, you know, it's it's a little bit more normal than what people making it out to be, if you think about it. I mean, this is the um, this is white people's land. You know, white people storm the Capitol building. It's not, it's what's so unnormal about it. You know what I'm saying? And if if black people did it, would they get would they have got shot and all of that? Like, yeah, nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? That that would be, you know, what we what you could expect from that. Like, so it's just, I didn't, you know. I kind of felt like it happened. I got mixed. I got mixed feelings about it, bro. I swear I do. I, one side of me is like the conspiracy shit where I feel like that shit happened for a reason. And then the other side is just kind of like so what? Like what happened? What what really happened?
1: Yeah.
2: At the end of the day, it's more it's more talk about oh, they stormed the capitol building, but what happened? Like what the fuck was gained? What was lost? Like I don't know. Know what I mean,
1: whatever. And that's that's logical that's too. what have nothing to do with me. That's very logical because there's one side you go down to conspiracy. It's like, well, what really happened? So it's like, there's something going on within politics now too. And I like how you said that within within your song, we're taking our land back with the indigenous. Because I'm indigenous, so like, I know the history of like what they did in Canada to the land here and what they did to the US so it's like Daniel a lot of people like they need to know like like we're all united like indigenous and back we're all united in way it's
2: hard it's hard to um the hardest thing is for to get people to unlearn what they learned already right because
1: they no. even teach us this in school Columbus discovered us Columbus
2: didn't discover nothing and if you and, 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 and for that to be a, like something that we teach um, children and up you get days off of school all that type of shit I mean that just goes to show you like it's a blatant slap in the face and then if we say you know if, if a black person you know say something about it then it's like ah oh, here they go again you know what I'm saying? And it's like I'm just one of the guys that's comfortable with motherfuckers saying, Oh, here they go again. Cause you're gonna have to get used to the truth. That's it. That's it. Truth ain't
1: got no feeling, dude. I'm gonna use that from now on.
2: Yo, that's true though. That's very feel, true, bro. That's the alien gang shit right there, bro. You gotta you gotta normalize the truth. Man. You, you can't have people arguing their opinion with the truth. We can't do that. We can't I'm not gonna sit here and argue, uh Racism with with a six, sixteen year old kid in in England somewhere, like we, like you know. Wait, oh yeah, I
1: can't imagine the responses you get sometimes.
2: Yeah, I get a lot of responses, but like I I respond a lot too. You know what I'm saying? I respond to a lot of that shit because I know a lot of people don't know what they're talking about. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, they're so quick to go to the phone and just type it, and they realize it's like, oh wait, maybe I shouldn't have done that.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean it's. Yeah, everything that I'm saying can be researched, bro. Sure. And, and I say at the end of the day, if you could disprove what I'm saying with the proper research, then I'll apologize. And I'm not gonna switch. I'm not gonna switch my logic unless it could be disproved. You get what I mean? And I'm not trying to harbor no hatred toward nobody, bro. I deal with all respectable people. You know what I'm saying? Everybody that respect me. It don't matter what color you is. It don't matter none of that. Cause it's not no person of any color that could come around me without their respect with them. You know what I'm saying? And that's just, and that's fair. That's how I operate. I don't care about, you know, a lot of the other shit. I just want you to be a respectable person. And I want us to be able to build, you get what I'm saying? But it just so happens that it's a lot of the black people in the black community that need that extra push and that, and that extra uplift Anybody with eyes can see that So if I say Oh, okay, black, pe- black people need this Black people that Don't fucking, you know what I'm saying Don't get offended if you're not black And I'm not saying all people excellence And I say black black excellence I feel like these are the people Who need the fucking push yeah. And I'm not going to stop saying it For somebody's feelings like, oh, Fuck your feelings I don't care about nobody's feelings, bro
1: The truth told
2: hardos And I'm the truth
1: Man And sometimes people can't handle that Like when they get told the truth You see how they react sometimes It's like you can't handle the truth
2: That's fine That's fine bro You gotta Sometimes you gotta go through Not handling the truth To understand (laughs) it And rethink your ways But initially You gonna fight it So if somebody fight me About the truth I don't get in my feelings I will pull up then You will never (laughs) see me Talking like that You know what I'm saying because I don't I don't take none of the, the internet shit serious because every internet situation is a situation where I'm here and you're over there somewhere
1: and they'll never say that to your face
2: I mean whether you would say it to my face or not we don't were think made, they were. It would remember the scene, you know what I'm saying but I, like we regardless of what we would still have to see we would have to see each other to find out any of that and I'm not inviting none of that negative shit into my life with, with nobody i'm not inviting it in but i'm saying if i have to defend myself i'm gonna do it very well bro and i'm not gonna play around at all and that's I, all i'm saying i'm not gonna bust nobody's lip you know what i'm saying i'm going a, i'm gonna some shit up and 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 that just applies to the disrespectful people who that it applies to it's now i'm not trying to make make myself be oh mike tyson i'm so tough it's just to the people who run in their mouth. Yeah, I am Mike Tyson too. Yeah. <laughs> you know what i
1: mean? It's just those guys. That's all. Yeah, there's a lot of you see a lot of that on the internet people running their mouths and going back, but that that's some other shit right there. What what I like what I like about like you collaborating with artists from Detroit now too is like you're gonna work with like a Fat Ray, and then you're gonna work with like a John Connor. One thing I mm-hmm. always used to say about you and john connor is that i really wish these guys would become a duo or do their own podcast like i, w- I, w- I would like to see like you and john connor do something in this lifetime where that you guys do something for the music because man like you guys did songs together and they came out wonderful but like man like i can't imagine a full album with you guys
2: shout out to my brother john connor man we sitting on the record. He haven't even heard he ain't heard it with my verse and uh and the hook on it yet. It's that new. Oh shit, okay, okay. It's a, banger. it's a banger. Shouts out to my bro apropos. He on the hook. Um, foul mouth on the beat. Oh man, it's one of them ones. I might leave it as is. I was gonna try to get, you know, I've reached out to people for features and shit like that and they Kind of dragging the ass, but I could, you know. At the end of the day, it, you know, you know how that goes. So and when I interviewed
1: Edo, when I interviewed Edo, I put the word in for you. I was like, "Yo, you gotta give my guy a fish."
2: Oh, Edo! Uh, shouts out to my man Edo. Yeah, I, I, um, I, um, I definitely um wanna knock some shit out with the guy. Um, but you know, timing is everything, man. And I'm not. I'm not rushing nothing, you know, it'll happen or, or, or it won't. I'm cool with that, but I'm a fan of the dude, regardless, you feel me?
1: So, like, even, like, with you, because, like, you were the very first person to call John Connor, and then what he went on to do, you know, I kind of find it all crazy that you were my first interview. He was the first person to put me on an album. You are that, like, that should blow my mind sometimes, yo. And then how you guys are connected, it's just, like, yo, like, it's destiny, man.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, but ever since you know, we met John Connor, it's been, you know, a genuine vibe. Like that dude I always say, like, he the guy that if you if you got a problem with John Connor, it's something wrong with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. He's one of them he wanted them dudes that I just if a nigga be like, Man dog, this
0: that John Connor nigga,
2: I don't fuck with that nigga, man, fuck that nigga. It's like, nah, no, I'm not buying that. I'm not buying that. You're not I'm not around me. You know what I'm saying? Shouts out to Big Steve. I know Big Steve ain't buying that shit. <laughs> Shouts out to the young homie Ace Gabbana. That nigga's fucking... Ooh,
1: Moonwater. That shit's gonna be fire, that album.
2: That, that nigga's th- incredible, <coughs> man.
1: Yeah, shout out to I- Alvarez City Music over there. You guys are doing your thing over there. Yeah. So, we all know, like, the story about, like, you know, how you place yourselves in situations of, like, Wesley Snipes or, like, you know, the things like <laughs> that. But, like, what I really wanted to know is that did you ever meet Pharrell Munch?
2: Yeah. Did you ever kick it with him? Uh not long. Not long. It was like backstage type shit. Um It was a situation, bro, like the my first time meeting Pharaoh Munch, bro. I um Royce usually called me out to do a acapella. Right?
1: Y'all can watch it, those a cappellas on I'm the shit fool T V to see what he's talking about.
2: Yeah, yeah, cl- cl- vintage classic Vish. So I did, you know, I do my thing, you know, the crowd going going nuts. But I didn't know that Pharaoh Munch was going to end up performing and doing an acapella, right? Oh. And he went out there, bro, and he just cut up. It was like he was he was cutting through the air with his words, like, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? He was doing shit that I didn't know that you could do with an acapella. You know what I'm saying? So it was like he taught me a lot, but at the end of the day, backstage, I was just like, Bro, like, what did you do out there, man? Like <laughs> the fuck? It's like nigga, let me check your, the back of your neck for a fucking hard drive or a fire <laughs> or some shit, bro. That nigga ain't he ain't he ain't human.
1: No, he really he isn't.
2: Human. Human. I, um that's you know, I, I don't know why, um I don't know why certain people that's at, that reach a certain lyrical level who don't get the proper respect or the proper praise for it, but it's people who, you know what I mean, got a a, a fucking third of the talent that, that seems to be getting praise. But he's definitely one of those guys, man. That,
1: Especially if his new album. With, yeah. it
2: with my eyes, the niggas a fucking alien, bro.
1: And if you like 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 that rock music, I don't know if you heard his new album no, but yo, he's really in his like rock big with this new one preaching like the good word about like the inject like the Cold Forty five. He talks about how like Trump's persona is bigger than what so this is Feramoncha's new album. Oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, he's on this rock tip and yo, he's addressing like the the influence that Donald Trump has over America, the injustices, the school shootings. So yeah, if you if you just really check it out, it's really good. Yeah, yeah,
2: I'm a definitely you know, I'm that's the type of vibe that's the type of vibe I'm on.
1: That's yes, sir. Yeah.
2: So, like, yeah. Hello.
1: So I was gonna ask you this now too. So, if Royce wins that Grammy, do you get a Grammy too?
2: You motherfucking ride! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cause yeah I, I, I wasn't too sure of that word. I'm not, I'm not sure if I if I'll get the cup, the trophy. You know what I'm saying, thing. But I, I'll definitely be getting a, you know, some kind of plaque. Yeah, to say that you're you know? you on
1: this Grammy award-winning I, album.
2: Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Oh, shit. I already
1: know you guys are going to win on that. Woo. I'm
2: going to get that bitch dipped in
1: gold. <laughs> so, what was your reaction when you heard that shit? Because, like, this is your family, obviously. So, you've seen them, like, you know, before all this. So, what was your reaction when, you, when you've when seen it on your own time?
2: What was the surprise? I mean, what was my thoughts when yeah, I saw it? Yeah, did you just yell, myself? like,
1: fuck yeah? So, it's just like, well deserved.
2: Nah, no, it was the same. You ever seen Nate Diaz after he beat Conor McGregor? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I ain't surprised, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, man, nigga should have been, he should have been nominated albums ago.
1: Buck but Ryan. The, the, Buck Ryan. I
2: mean? Yeah, Buck Ryan. He had, he had layers. Yeah,
1: you know, I
2: don't know. He layers. It's levels of hip-hop, bro. It's levels. It's levels to everything. And just like, you know... I respect every single one of those artists that's nominated for a Grammy. Whoever picked those guys, picked some really good choices, you know, um, but I don't want to take nothing away from them, but let's just speak logic, right? Let's just speak logic. Let's just speak what it says right there on paper, regardless of whose preference of music is what, right? Yeah. You got Jay Electronica, you got Nas, you got Freddie Gibbs, you got D-Smoke, you got Royce. I think it was just five, right? right? So, you got D- uh Freddie Gibbs, he had Alchemist produce his beats. You know what I'm saying? You had um, Hit Boy and Nas, I believe. I um Jay Electronica, nobody specifically. I think did his beats, but he had Jay Z on mad features.
1: He did his own beats on that album.
2: All of them? Not
1: all of them, but he did a few of them.
2: Okay, so he did a couple of other beats, and which just good. And it, you know what I'm saying, that rise his stock up to a degree. Yeah. But I'm, when we take the overall album, you know what I'm saying, from start to finish, press play, and the cohesiveness of it, the lyricism. The production, Royce did all the production on the beat. Uh, 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 all the production for the album. He uh, he picked monsters for features, bro. Yeah. Most exactly. people, most these dudes don't be trying to collab with no killers, bro. And that's just a fact. This nigga done been through the gauntlet. He had to fight with <laughs> Crooked Eye and Joe Button, Joe Ortiz, and Conway, and Benny, and Westside Gun and, and you know what I'm saying? Thought. What? Uh, black thought, Eminem, fucking, you know what I'm saying? All, all, all that shit. So it's just like, you know, if you, if you, if you take into consideration that he also took on features that was monsters, and and he he did the production, he, you know, every it's it's hard to fucking compare anything to that, bro. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I know that brother, and I'm supposed to be biased, but if if you just look at it like that. It's like his production was just as good as anybody else's production on there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, that's an argument, right? Um, his lyricism, you know what I'm saying? To me, was levels above anybody else's. And
1: especially that's after awesome. COVID hit, that album hit way different after COVID hit.
2: Man, and then the all overall message of it and all of that—it's just, you know—that's that's considered to me a classic album in hip hop overall. And I can't say that about any of the other albums.
1: And like what I like. Even though
2: they was great. Even though they was great.
1: (laughs) And I'm trying to think of like. For their first album that they took on to produce as an artist. Gets Grammy nominated. I'm trying to think like who else done that. When they've been in the
2: game. Royce hadn't been producing a year.
0: Yeah, like. Oh, let's let,
2: let's talk about it. Royce hadn't been producing for a full year yet, and he did that album, bro. That
1: Overcomer beat. Oh my God, the way it switches after Westside Guns beat into that, I was like, yo, like,
2: dog. If you if you wanna if you wanna talk about what a, what an alien is, right? Then he's the perfect example, man. Like, like Royce, Royce done been in every chamber that you could think of. He.
1: He's in a group with DJ Premier, like, that's like, you know how much people want that?
2: But, but what other artists that you could think of age like Royce?
1: Yeah, no, no, hence the track, I don't know, that's a perfect time to release that for a video for that.
2: Like, if somebody can explain to me that, because usually an artist digress with age. Yeah. For some reason, this alien nigga is getting better like he's literally in every aspect of hip-hop he's getting better you know what i'm saying pretty soon he's gonna be able to rap hype man and dj his own show bro it's scary yeah
1: that is and like you know and like not to mention like Ghostwriting, because we all know, like, for the people who don't know, he wrote for Diddy, like, he wrote for, like, your Royce Pen that Tell Me record, when I tell people that, they can't believe that, it's like, no, man, check the Montgomery, he was believe sending one of the rhymes, R.D. Montgomery.
2: Believe it, believe it. So,
1: have you ever been around Puff?
2: I never met Puff, no.
1: You never met, wow, you would have thought that you would be around when, you know, uh, he had him on the, he, he ran outside of a club. Yo, Royce is filming I'm the Shedful TV
2: Yeah, nah, nope I never met the OG, man So I was curious now, too When
1: when you were in high school Like, what was, like, high school coming up for you? Like, knowing, like, like Like, cause I'm pretty sure you never seen any of this coming do
2: nah, hell no
1: Like, when you were in high school like, like, what was that for you? Because, like, I'm pretty sure you didn't think Like, you would be on, like these world tours, like what was that one uh, shady ass you run? there was like sixty thousand people in this crowd. Like I would have had a heart attack and that. So like, what was that high school year for you like?
2: I was a hooper, man. I got one of my homies right here. I went to high school. Oh, I guess I
1: was gonna say, what about I see you in the back?
2: <laughs> he, he could he could attest to everything about that. I mean, I was a I was a hooper. I, I had hoop dreams. I wanted to fucking be Allen Iverson.
1: Okay, ah, Iverson. <laughs> okay. You know what I
2: mean? Um, I was really good, but I just you know, um, I don't know if I was a team basketball player as much as I just wanted to get the ball and shake <laughs> some quarter. So that kind of you know was was my downfall. But yeah, I, I I was a hooper. That was my life. Um, you know we would listen to rap and shit and break down the lyrics and shit like that in high school. Shouts out to my man David McDermott. We used to always have lyrics and shit that we quoting back and forth and cannabis and you know what I'm saying. It was just like crazy, but but uh, I I wasn't I wasn't rapping back then. I wasn't thinking about no damn rapping. Yeah. Everybody too good. I wouldn't. I was gonna stick to my basketball, but yeah. that was it. That was it. My whole high school years was all all basketball and rap music rap fan listening to all kinds of shit
1: so like even like like you listening to like music back then now too like you knew dr dre before that whole situation happened so like i can only imagine like when you found out like yo this guy's dr dre
2: um i didn't i knew that dr dre was like was that guy? But I didn't know the magnitude as a young man. I didn't know, like, this is fucking like Dr. Drake. I just, like, everybody is just celebrities. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When I, when I met um, Dr. Drake, my ass was fucking. I, I, I think I was drunk for the first time. It wasn't because of Dr. Drake. <laughs> but I, th- I think I got not necessarily drunk, but I was, like, pretty tipsy for the first time and I kept introducing myself to everybody I was introducing myself to everybody I remember Dre being there M, fucking um the Roo- Roo- Roo was there I think I yeah pa, I think Paul was there oh wow um you know this was long ass time ago but
1: and it said like 99,
2: 98 wasn't it yeah um, I think it was later, um, damn, was I, was I, I don't know, man, I think that shit was later than that, though, maybe 2000, but I swear, I think my name is, was out already by the time I met Dr. J.
1: Oh, really? Okay, yeah, because, like, we don't really get to hear, like, these sides (laughs) of stories from you, because, like, the, like... Well what, what happened where was Richard during these times? So I kinda figured I was like give the fans more perspective. It was like, dude, like where were you during these times?
2: Yeah, no, I mean like that's what it was. I was I was still, you know, a youngin' with hoop dreams and shit like that. Like once I got out of high school and, and shit like that, you know, I I kinda you know, Royce had, you know, a big ass deal and he was traveling everywhere and I didn't know nothing about that. So I would see him from time to time when he in town he had come back home looking like $10 billion. And I, you know what I'm saying? proud of my brother. And I just felt like, I always just felt like he was the best rapper out there. You know what I mean? Like, I always felt like he had just the potential with his vocabulary and his ability to, you know what I mean? He he definitely could be the best since way back before I started rapping.
1: Yeah, because you guys came up on Grass, Cass, Cannabis, and Redman like, like that era
2: everything though bro. Them, them dog, my oldest brother Greg, he listened to everything like um he was the dude that would um find out about people that nobody ever heard of. Oh, he would
1: be all, he would be on like, that. He,
2: he would put people up on it, but they then that artist end up blowing up and being popular and shit like that. Like he was that guy, he know his shit and, and Royce know his shit and they would always play the the best like lyrical shit. You know what I'm saying? So I grew up on all that shit. man, Cannabis, um, you know, The Woo. Um, oh, yeah. Woo. But, you know, Big Daddy Kane, Cool G, Rap, like all that shit. Run DMC, LL Cool J, all of that shit, bro. That's what my household was. It was that. All the hip hop.
1: So so before, like, you know, like you said that, like, you know, you would come back in the town looking like a billion dollar. When was, like, the first time that you were asked? He was like, yo, you coming with me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what you was it? You know, it was, it was, um, he, he had, he had a a crew at, at one time. And, um, you know, I, I don't want to talk too much about it, but it's just like I felt like his crew, um, you know, they would go around the city and do the shows, and they would get the respect and shit like that. So they had put in certain work to feel like how they feel, and I and I understand. But when me and my bro, uh, his name Brother Black, okay. When he, when me and him start coming around and we start rapping and, and taking that shit serious and shit like that, it was like it was like we all in competition now. Oh. Instead of being a king, it was like a, a more I'm of a. I'm better than this a, guy, I'm,
1: always, I'm gonna be better. Oh, I see what you mean.
2: Yeah, yeah, and um, and you know, I mean, I I don't know what to say. They ain't, they not around no more. <laughs> So I, I guess they couldn't—they could, couldn't last in the fire.
1: <laughs> oh, what you said the gauntlet, I like that. You went
2: through. Me and Drake wasn't playing, nigga. We was coming out guns blazing every day, writing rhymes. And once we found out that it wasn't a team, a team sport, it was—it was us against them. We start going in, and them niggas disappear. That's, you know what I'm saying? Period. And that's know, <clears throat> pretty much what happened with that. So. You know, one of the dudes that was in his crew was going on a road with Royce. And he was just like, you know, I got my thoughts and my opinions on him. But, uh, you know, once 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 he got to a certain point of it, it was just like, he he just wasn't a good person. For fuck the music and all of that. He just wasn't a good person. And he set a negative vibe in general. Niggas was getting into all kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? So, um, it was a situation where Royce pretty much was like, um, "I want you to come and learn that shit." I wish he said, "I wish you could come and and learn that shit, man," because like I'm sick of this nigga. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, uh, the the high level that I hold my brother on, it's like that's all you gotta say, nigga. I learn that shit. What I gotta do? Let's do it. Yeah. Huh. So, with no experience. I went out there, I went on the road, and it was us three, it was three, it was still, old oh boy was still there.
1: Oh wow,
0: okay.
2: Yeah, so, uh, he had a big problem with me being on stage.
1: Like, why is this guy on there, he just came Oh him. my God,
2: bro. <laughs> basically, Royce, we was, I will never forget, I remember it like it was yesterday. Before we got on stage, Royce was like, um, cause I don't know shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He's I'm like, I there. don't that's, not, that's all I don't want to do. So he was like, nah, it's cool. Like it's you know, if I'm in the middle, you know, and you on one side and old boy on the other side, if I walk your way, you know what I'm saying, and you switch sides with me. You know what I'm saying? If I'm standing in the middle too long, then you and the old boy can switch sides, just you know, little shit like that. Like, don't worry. You get what I'm saying? I'm like, alright, that sounds easy enough. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Bro, so everything's going fine. It's like an hour show. It's like 30 minutes into the show. Everything's going fine. Um, I'm nervous as shit. Royce was in the middle. You know what I'm saying? He was there for a while. Now, now, Royce had been in the middle for a long time before, and dude walked my way. I was like, oh, okay. And I switch switched with him. But when I did it to him, he looked at me. He looked me up and down. He giggled shook his head and walked to the other side, live right there on stage. I was like, yeah, what are you doing? (laughs) Then it was kind of like, that's what it was. It was kind of like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, shit, like, what the fuck did I do? But come to find out, you know, it was a a competitive thing. It turned out to be a competitive thing. Me and him ended up not seeing eye to eye a lot. And um, long story short, he ain't, he ain't no, he, he disappeared. Um, I didn't kill him or nothing. No, yeah,
1: I, just, yeah, I was going to say, yo, you might want <laughs> to clear that up. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, yeah,
2: no, I mean, I, from what I understand, he's, he may be still alive. I, I don't know, but it don't have nothing to do with me. I just, um, uh, I guess, I guess, you know, I guess the situation wasn't for him anymore.
1: Yeah, because everyone has to figure out, it's like, are you going to do this, or are you going to continue doing what you're doing, and if not, you got to go.
2: Yeah, and we, you know, me and me and Royce end up building the chemistry, and then, and then shit, the rest is fucking history. You know what I'm saying, with that, with that, with that one, that's for motherfucking shit. Man, so like, you were
1: on, I like the, um, so you were on the starter house tour when they went to launch when they filmed it all, and like, those little clips. Not when they were on Shady before that.
2: Uh you know, I, I I hit like certain shows, like certain shows that was around Detroit.
1: Okay, so so I think the Ottawa show, I think they even came to Canada for a run during that time.
2: Yeah, I, don't, I I'm not even sure which one that I that I like went to go see, but I know it was one of those shows where they called me on stage to rhyme like out of nowhere.
1: I can only imagine, you know, because this is slaughterhouse, and it's like, whoa, you know, these are like four lyrical assassins. Yo, know, I really wish that, you know, we would get that slaughterhouse album, but hey, yo, Cook know, keeps hinting towards it. There may be a reunion. Yo, yo I don't
2: know. It, 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 don't, never say never. Never say never. But, um, uh, shit, I don't really know too much about, about, like, the, the logistics with the, the paperwork and all that type of stuff but i mean just as a fan i like to hear it i like the world to hear i heard it already <laughs> and i know damn well that the public will love it but, yo
1: because but joe, still. <laughs> joe always him and roy always reference that glasshouse album and they always say to like yo they're gonna think that if this came out they're gonna think that um one of them was Biden jay and it's like no they did this before four, four, four. so like yo like the way that these hints of these albums keep coming out, it's like, yo, I just hope we get it one day.
2: Yeah, that would be dope. That would be dope for hip hop.
1: So speaking of albums, "Live From Heaven, and then you got "Live From Heaven too. So, when's the Montgomery Boys project coming?
2: Man, I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's just, uh, I'm just still building, 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 it, and when it makes sense to do that, when that's, like, what the people really want to um to hear, then I guess, you know, we, we'll put it together.
1: Man, because once I heard that preview off Dallas Show, I was like, okay, full album, please. Yeah,
2: I'm ready. I, I'm ready. I'm ready, though. I'm ready. I'm locked and loaded. You know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, it got to be, it got to make sense for both of us. It can't just be, like, a great alley-oop for me. It just got to, you know, it's got to be a good I, look for both of us, I guess. I don't. I don't know, man. I'm ready, though. I'm ready. <laughs> Because somebody, yeah, if, if somebody somebody think I can call a bro and tell him, Let's go. I'm I'm locked and loaded.
1: Yeah, because I think when you drop your new album though, a lot of the people have I interviewed they're gonna be checking out for this because I bring you up like almost every time and I'm tell and I tell them though. If you know Kid Vicious, that every time I bring you up, you yeah, I love that guy. So it's like the energy that you give out is like what you give back. And I like how you said that during the interview because there's a lot of artists that look up to you. Like Bub Rock. This guy looks
2: up to you like crazy. Shout out to Bub Rock. Man, shouts out to Bub Rock, man. I mean, shit. Um, I don't know if he look up to me, but he, he definitely fuck with me. And I definitely Oh, yeah, my fuck. bad,
1: Bub. Yeah, I didn't mean to put words in my Bub.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he definitely, you know, it's just a respect thing. He, he respect me as an MC, and I respect him in return. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a ill nigga there. And we got, bro, everybody that I know that I fuck with, that I vouch for is, it's, you know what I mean? It's a different level. It's a different level. They not just good at rap, like they got potential to be great in this culture, bro. They just gotta be, they just gotta be pushed. They gotta be able to also like be able to feed their family in the process. And if they don't got those kind of worries, then they can just focus on being great.
1: Like even like with like being great now too because I remember you saying this like the Alien Game album coming out too is that still happening?
2: Yeah, hell yeah, it's right, coming yes. up. Sure. we go. We we trying to do. I'm I'm putting up a, a project in March. I don't know if it's gonna be the um the album or the mixtape because I gotta get I gotta get shit off my chest before I let this album before I let this album go.
1: You think that the one that you got coming up would be? your most important body of work besides I think your most important body of work is time and is everything but do you think that the one you're about to release now is like gonna be like the one that they that they talk about like that's the
2: one that's that's definitely gonna be the one man and I don't even want to like I don't want to promote none of that shit because that's like a bad a bad situation where you know when you younger and you you get in a situation and they and they they give you a little bread and then they take all your shit, take all your, you know what I'm saying? That's what that is. So, okay. fuck, fuck that shit and fuck that guy. And you know, move like moving forward is like the purge on forward. Even the purge, like like with with the with the other album you just said, timing is everything It don't compare, bro. It don't even compare to what I got, what I got coming up. I just was I just was making I was just making songs for that project, just because that's what they wanted me to do in that situation. And just get in the studio, make some songs. The first fucking however many songs I do, that's the album. With this one, is calculated, it's put together well, it's well produced, and I'm, I can't wait. Like I'm I'm excited about this one dropping, bro. Yes, yeah, special. <clears throat>
1: especially with like this quote-unquote new renaissance swearing and people actually paying attention to the lyrics. I noticed that over the last four years of doing this media, people are paying attention to the lyrics again. And like the beat can be like, you know, like um, a beat of no drums. And they don't say, like Griselda does a prime example of that. And it's like, yo, like this is what we need. Because I always tell people, if you like Griselda, you're going to like Ty Ferris, um Fat Fowler, Bane Belushi, Kid Vicious,
2: Fat Ray—like I tell him, like there's more than just Griselda out there. I mean, um, that shouldn't even honestly even be a, a argument, bro. It's just it's just, that's how hip hop is, man. Instead of instead of like you know, like Griselda is who Griselda is. Like they fucking they great and they great for the culture, especially the timing. They don't get enough credit. Um, but, but yeah, it, it, of course it's, it's, other artists. Of course the, the, the line don't stop there. It's just the fans ain't, ain't hip. They just kind of, the average fan, the casual fan. Yeah, I so yeah, d-
1: that's what I mean. Like the cat, cause they see the Eminem stand and they're like, oh, cause I can't tell you how much things I've seen about these shady fans comment on like Westside and they're like, oh, why did he sign this guy? It's like, dude, like you're not in tune with like the, the movement. They're like. There's no drums, there's no beaters.
2: It's like, cause it's not about that. Yeah, everybody that got an Instagram account that comment on posts don't qualify to speak on shit. Like, they don't qualify to speak on hip hop. And I, I, I when I've said this before. And I, you know, I, they they get on me about this shit. <laughs> Just saying, like, if you if you only listen to Eminem, it's nothing wrong with that. Like, he's a great 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 lyricists and and artists you know that that's not an argument but if you just only listen to Eminem it's not supposed to make sense when you listen to anybody else you know what I'm saying white black it don't matter when you listen to anybody else it ain't really supposed to make sense because you only used to that right there you get what I'm saying so Eminem know what's up though
1: yeah. Yeah, I see Shady Records retuning in on you. I yeah, when I seen Shady Records yeah, I was like, It's about cloud
2: time. Yeah, but yeah, people man like I don't even think a lot of his fans even represent him well. Like
1: mm, yeah.
2: That's you get what I'm saying? M M M man.
1: Those fans are different. tapping him
2: with Griselda and and, and Slaughterhouse and, and Fifty and you know what I mean, like Come on, man. this is like he he know his shit and 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 you can't really say too much about his fans because he got so many fans,
1: yeah,
2: and with with all of those fans, you're gonna have people that you know what I mean don't know what the fuck they just Eminem crazy and or whatever. I'm not mad at that either. I just don't like it when you know a a a, a general narrative start to get pushed about certain shit, yeah, you know. That's pretty much my my you know my dislike for for the fans and shit that be going super crazy with the tweets and if you say if you say something that they don't like then they feel like they gotta attack you in the fucking DMs and <laughs> yeah. the comments and then if you know what I mean everything is a oh you're a racist because you said this or you said like man y'all. Uh, don't know shit you don't know shit you just be fucking running your mouth and that's what i mean about normalizing the truth you can't call me a racist you can't call me a racist you know if i say if i say motherfucking cracker you know what i mean because the definition of cracker and, and everything that's connected to it is the person that was Had the whip that was cracking the slaves on the back. That shit has a fucking superior vibe to it to be the person that's able to do that. When you say the word nigger, it's so much bloodshed and, and, uh, you know, just, you know, I don't even we ain't even got to go all the way there. But it's just like people don't want to understand that they want to play semantics and go tit for tat when, you know. It, it'll never it'll never work when you when you get upset and you doing the race thing, you yeah. trying to me to say something to you or, or, or whatever the case may be, because I don't mind saying it, bro. I'm not on hide. None of my shit from nobody. I ain't racist. Yeah. But if you if you if you show me that you racist, you're a motherfucking crocker. You know okay. what I'm saying? And that's not that's not the equivalent to nigger. Honky's not the equivalent to no nigger.
0: Yeah,
2: period. So we're going to normalize that shit. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. And 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 I keep I keep saying certain things just to reiterate that I'm comfortable with saying what the hell I say. And I stand behind what I say. Because when I say it, I let certain words come out of my mouth. They go to the people that deserve it. The people who have done racist shit. And I'll call them out on it. And when I do it, and if I don't have it on video for the world to see... You get what I'm saying? Then 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 they start just assuming I'm racist, but
1: it's like, no, you gotta do a little bit of research, but that's then you no know, people don't want it. They just do what's in their face. It's like they don't they don't have the what did you say? Um, they don't have the power or an Instagram post. They don't have no fucking saying this.
2: And they and they and they used to people trying to get uh relevance on the mm. internet. People trying to go viral. So if I if if I if I say yellow wolf is a racist they like whoa well where's the proof where's the video no yellow wolf got a black wife and, and all that type of shit so you know you can't really those people it's just like you don't believe what you want to believe but i don't have no reason to lie i can't gain no fans from him
1: yeah and what's the point of what's the point it doesn't benefit you in the long run.
2: he don't have no fans that would listen to me bro
1: <laughs> yeah that's true
2: you know what I'm saying? So it's just like I don't, I, I don't put stuff out there for attention. I don't have no history of doing that. You know what I'm saying? But I'm a human being too, and 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 I react. I got feelings and shit too, and I got sh- certain shit that I don't tolerate. And you know, it's just my views. It's nobody else's views, but mine. And I I still stand on what I stand on.
1: As you should, as you should, because we need more of that. I think like in time the younger don't
2: generation. get it up You gonna get it, don't worry. You gonna get it. Now you say we need more of it, oh you gonna get it. You're
1: gonna get it all this year. I sure hope I'm, we do I'm because I don't play
2: because
1: I think like within time now too, the younger generation you see how like the younger generation is less like, you know, worried about race and more about unifying. So like I'm curious to see like what the younger generation would do with society
2: you know it's, it's levels to the younger generation you know what I mean a lot of it's a lot of you know really super open for whatever you know don't say that because his feelings or her feelings that type of shit
1: um oh, I didn't, uh, I didn't we need that, we I didn't, need that
2: but we also need you know we also need um uh, a base yeah we also need some we also need some some people some soldiers we don't need everybody to be worried about feelings and shit like that. It's a time for that, and it's people for that, and it's people to be soldiers. And we need the soldiers to be, you know what I'm saying, stand up gentlemen. You get what I'm saying? So, um, you know, unity y- Unity is going to happen um, how it happens. Everybody's not going to be able to unify with everybody, and that's just the, the fact of it i'm not gonna be able to unify with every black person because every black person just not gonna get it so you know what i'm saying i'm not gonna be able to unify with every white person it's gonna be white people that just don't get it yeah. so they gone you like, know
1: like how like how when nipsey died like how most white people won't understand like how the uniting of crips and bloods was like a piece of history for this happen, because that was the first time in like i think like 20 something years that they came together for this man's funeral like, like, we never seen something like that before in this day and age for an artist who died. So that's what i like to see about this younger generation because we can't lie that music, especially hip-hop, revolves around this world. It's the most universal language in this world.
2: You're damn right. You're damn right. All over the world, there's people rapping in different languages and shit and, you
1: there's know what I'm saying? There's a huge thing going on in Europe where this guy was going against the government and they banned his music I think they locked them up. I gotta do more research on the group but I heard about that on CNN. And I was like, "Yo, like this is like this is more, this is bigger than what it started out to be."
2: Yeah, it's, it's becoming therapy and, and a way of expression for a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? And you know, all of that is a part of it. All of the chaos and the madness is all a part of it.
1: Man. Uh, hey, man, you know, I think that you should come back when you release your new album and then I'll do what I did with, like, Ty Ferris. Shout out shout Ty Ferris. Should I break down all this guy's album. Yo, let's do what me and Ty Ferris do with your new album. Let's come back
2: and break it all down. You ain't gonna get Ty Ferris to do that, man.
1: No, 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 no,
2: no. It, Ty, no. Ferris, Ty Ferris is the, the, the two busiest
1: nigga in the world. Oh, no, he did it twice for me.
2: Oh well, shit. You got to connect then. I need to go through <laughs> you. I'm waiting on my verse from Ty Ferris.
1: Oh shit. Okay, yeah. Yo, yo. He very. Still he way. very particular. Cause he took me into the mind of those, into the mind of him. Very calculated.
2: He want to come to the lab, and he want to sit and write with me at the lab. <laughs> I wanted to send his verse because he's so fucking competitive, bro. <laughs> now, that's a fact. I know it. I know it. He ain't gonna. He ain't, he, you know what I mean? Unless he writes some shit where he feel like he ain't gonna be able to top this. You know what I mean? <laughs> he, ain't, he ain't gonna do it. But, you know, we both competitive, man. Me and Ty Ferris, we was in the motherfucking studio. That shit was like a um a boxing match down there.
0: <laughs> he was right.
2: He was writing, and I was writing. He was writing, and I was writing. And we would you know, be looking, uh, side-eyeing each other and shit. And he would come up with a line. And I hear him go, whoo, and I look up and he, he'll, when I look at him, he'll look back down at his pad and shit. And then when he look up, I look back down at mine. <laughs> at and at the end of the day, I mean, I don't know who the people would say had the best verse, but all I know is, you know, I, I had. And I both you know, came out sweating on that. Yeah, he, he, he definitely was trying to kick my ass. <laughs> I definitely was trying to kick his. And um, yeah, we did it. We we came up with some uh, classic Fuck,
1: sh- oh, man. My bad. Oh, it's all good. I can edit that out. So, yeah, like I said, because um, we broke down this whole out. Was, uh No Cosine, Cocaine, Volume 3, and then we did his new one, Wired Different, and it's like hour and a half each. We talked about each track, so I would love to do that with you when you drop your new album. We'll dissect the entire song, like how it's being titled. Yeah,
2: yeah. No, I'm with that. I'm with that for sure.
1: And it gives the... It's a combat jack essence because I never realized like how important combat jack was to this culture. So, who do you? Before I let you go, who do you like as an OG media personality?
2: OG media
1: personality like oh, or Hall Sen- or, Sen- or Elliot Wilson or like um or like um Angie Martinez, people like that. Like, who do you like? Like,
2: uh, like. Um... I mean, I respect all of, uh, everybody that you name. I mean, out of, out of all those people, I would say Arsenio Hall. You know, he has some classic, yeah, like yeah. just yeah. general, general like you know, entertainer moments.
1: Yeah. Um, and the uh, uh, he the one time he had um, I forget who it was the RB center, but Fat Joe was in the crowd, and out of the round, he was like, yeah, that's my man, Fat Joe, right um, there."
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean Angie Martinez has some you know, some real classic hip hop moments and shit too. But um
1: And she got a PAC interview she's still sitting on.
2: Yeah, I mean shit. Uh yeah, yeah. I would say I would say Arsenio Hall, but if you talking about just hip hop, I think Angie Martinez probably got you know, some of the more classic moments.
1: Don't worry, when I'm in the same room with Angie and she playing the Pac, I was like, Yo, we gotta get vicious in here.
2: Yeah. Yeah, know that. Get that history put, together. We're going to we gonna, we gonna put the alien sticker right there in there. <laughs> right there
1: in their face. And you, for the people who are just tuning in now, too, man, it's not the first time that this guy has been on the show, man. From all the legends and everyone else who's been on the show, I'm always going to remember this gentleman right here who gave me my first shot. Because there would be no from the desk below if this man had given me my first shot. So, yo. Floor is yours. Best
2: you can promote whatever you want before I let you go. Yeah. Uh. Salute to you, man. You definitely you came a long way, bro. I, I definitely remember when you first started, and I seen all the interviews and stuff you got with all the uh, extravagant artists and things. And I, I'm proud of you, man. Um. I'm. You know, I got. I got a uh, construction of a black nation out. You know, I want everybody who haven't checked that to go watch it. You know. One, two, 100,000 times.
1: Make that shit sixteen million views by the time this comes out, everyone.
2: Yeah, man. Let's get this popularized. Let's get this, you know. Let's 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 make this shift in hip hop shift to the right shit.
1: And do you have uh, your, what, website for your alien game merch? I seen. I seen you got new alien game merch out.
2: Oh yeah, you you talking about these fly threads? Yeah, right and
1: I also seen the one with the hashtag It's the fly logo on the bottom.
2: Yeah, we got some things going on. So I always tell people to go to sickumrecords.com. The reason why I do that, I mean, it is an Alien Gang store, but um, I just want people to go to SikkimRecords.com, check out how awesome the site is. It's a little tab where you can hit shop, and it'll take you right to the Alien Gang store with all these fly gears right here, right here. And, um, yeah, man, like, uh, enjoy it. Enjoy. I want, to, I want to see all the aliens. Now, this is Alien to the Death right here. That's oh, what. That's
1: is. fresh right there, too.
2: What this is going to be the original. But we're going to do all other designs and stuff like that. But this is going to be the original. We're oh, going right. to do auctions on the website. We're going to do all kind of crazy stuff.
1: I'm going the original. Get that classic merch when that blows up. i like, yo, you see this right here? That was the original right here.
2: Yeah, this would be like having my rookie card right here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> So yeah,
1: yeah, it's gonna be worth more in the future. And for the people who are interested, it's in uh, second records is in the link below. All you gotta do is click it.
2: Yeah, click that shit, man. Tap in, tap in. And man, get the videos. You get to see, you know, the music and stuff like that. You get to shop with the merch. I got a weed strain coming. The alien. Oh, he. Shouts out the Glove Love, T Funk, the Head Alien. You know what I'm saying over there at Glove Love. Yeah, it's big it's big 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 things happening. I would give you a um a little flash cuz I got a bag of of, of um, right love work here. You know what I'm saying? But uh Yeah, he uh they got real aliens growing the weed, bro. Yo, the dirt, the dirt came from another um planet. We'll talk about that later.
1: That that, that probably hit different, too.
0: <laughs>
2: It is a whole nother level. But but yeah, shout out to him. Shit, shout out to um to to Big Bro, Nickel. You know what I mean? We about to bring that Grammy home. Um shouts out to the OG, uh, Greg. I talked to him earlier. My mom, my dad, my little sister, my little brother, Al Kufu. He gonna be on the album. I'ma introduce him to the world.
1: What about Ashley Sorrell is She gonna be on the album too?
2: I ain't got nothing with with Ashley yet, but um, it's definitely something on the radar.
1: Yes, because yo, know, for the people who ain't tapped into Ashley Sorrell. oh my God, her her part on Godspeed, oh my God.
2: Yeah, Ashley is a is an angel. She sound like a damn angel.
1: I want the full project, Ashley, if you're listening. Oh my God, that shit looks like it's from a different planet. Woo! <laughs> yeah, that. that it definitely looks like it's from a different planet. Look how green that is. It's like minty green almost. <laughs> I told
2: you. I told you I tried to tell you, but yeah, we about to um we about to get this packaged up here. We got the the um you know the artwork for it and everything. The alien gang OG man. Um you know, so we got the alien gang uh merch. We got the the the, the strain and we're going to do more strains. And we're going to do more looks with the Alien Gang shit. I definitely got more music coming. Um, I plan on shooting a video soon. I might shoot that I might shoot that one with John Connor, bro. I'm telling yeah. you. It's one. Yeah, That's you're to hear yeah. that, yo. That one's going to be fire. Yeah. Yeah, so be on the lookout for that. And like I said, it's brand new. Connor ain't even heard it yet. You know, he don't <laughs> even know We he killed that shit.
1: Yeah, got me hyped to hear this over here now too. Yeah, do the yeah, I hope y'all do the video now. I mean, you know, you could, you know, you could hit not on the not on the
2: thing, but you know, we we can, we behind the scenes with it. We could, I'll play it for you.
1: Oh yeah, but, yeah, no, I yeah, I like the I like to get it as a fan. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be
2: like that. Uh, okay, well, you know, however you enjoy it, but it's it's here. But I remember
1: though, but yeah, but I like to, I like to consume it as a fan when it first gets released. i don't like, like sometimes I get sent stuff, but hey. Like, as a fan, it hits it. I was like, ooh, yo, experience like everyone else.
2: I, I appreciate that. My hey, goodness. man, I got
1: to say it like it is, man, because um, what I, what I admire about you is your loyalty. And I thought, like, I was the only person, like, that was, like, had the much amount of loyalty that you have. So I was like, man, there's all the people out there who go hard for what they believe in, like you. So yeah, it's good to know there's all the people out there like that.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's me. That's me. Mr. Fucking royalty.
1: If that being said, man, yo, if you ain't tapped into this man's music, and if you only heard from him from Dal Shell, I recommend go check out this man's discography. Man, this guy was rapping on a Rihanna beat and never made it sound so good. Go hard part two.
2: Grammy nominated.
1: <laughs> and Grammy nominated. So, so Grammy
2: nominated artist, Kid Vicious. <laughs> How'd you my- change my profile?
1: Yeah. yeah, wait till the Grammys' home and then we can change it now too. But Grammy-nominated artist.
2: Grammy-nominated artist. Grammy yeah, award-winning
1: it. artist when it comes out, though.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to put both. <laughs> Grammy-nominated and Grammy award-winning.
1: If, with that being said, man, this gentleman's always going to be on the show. Man, he's been on the my show.
2: avatar is going to be the, the plaque from the Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> my, my motherfucking act name going to be motherfucking... <laughs> Grammy-winning
1: Vish. Yeah, you can you can definitely change that on Twitter to that, too. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, Grammy Award-winning artist. What I'm, my fucking at name going to
1: be. And you're going to see more of this gentleman in the future, man. But for right now, man, this is not a classic interview from Desk Low, featuring the one and only Ken Alien himself,
2: Kid Vicious. Alien gang, look up. That's Shouts right. out to
0: Low, man.